Hey guys, what is good? I hope you're all doing super duper well. Um, thanks very much for tuning in. Um, a quick thing as always, before we get into the next episode, we've been receiving so many feedback again from you guys, um, from people who are watching our um, Ask Ben shows or Ben Talks, um, who are consuming our podcast or reading our blog posts. And many of you told us that you enjoy our content, but that you would even enjoy it more or that you would enjoy it even more um, if we could move slightly, move away from this airline aviation specific content and provide more um, concepts, ideas about the underlying um, aspects like business intelligence, KPIs, data management, visualization, and things like that. So we, we, um, take that uh, feedback super seriously and we would like to go down that road that means um you will probably hear less about airlines and aviation in the future but um even more about business intelligence data management kpis visualization and we totally do hope that it provides even more value to you and please please keep sending us your feedback we really try to incorporate that and now let's get into the next episode Hey guys, we are back with um, now the sixth edition of Ask Ben. I'm super happy again, super thrilled and excited to host that session today. Um, again, my team has selected five, hopefully very interesting questions. Always, I don't know the questions yet, so we, we really want to do that at a um, ad hoc rapid fire um, Q&A session, um, but I'm totally sure that they've selected a very interesting question that will provide a lot of value to you. And as always, I'd say let's rock and roll and get into question number one. So does it really make sense to compare Facebook and a business intelligence dashboard? Those are two com uh, completely different things. Um, it's a very good question, actually. Um, I think it refers to one of our latest blog posts we've, we've published where we are um, talking about why um, you, you love Facebook and you, you hate your, your BI dashboard or why your BI dashboard sucks, actually. Um, I have a couple of answers to that question. First of all, it depends how you are using um, or how you are utilizing business intelligence at your company. If you are using BI to prepare one report that is provided to um, your um, C-level management once a week, then business intelligence and social media like Facebook has nothing in common for you. Absolutely agree on that. However, and here's here the important thing, if you are using, if you are utilizing business intelligence as a tool, as a discipline to create information, to create insights, to create knowledge. And if you are using that in order to distribute it to all of your empl employees or a huge portion of your employees, 
And if you are trying to, to use business intelligence to, to drive motivation, to drive efficiency, to drive your entire performance, then, then there are a lot of similarities with Facebook. Because then it is about you are creating content and you are trying to reach a huge audience, depending on the size of your company, with your content. And this is totally similar to what is Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or TikTok. What are they doing? And if you're going down that road, you should take a very, very closely look, a very, very close look on Facebook and the other social media um, platforms and elaborate what are they doing in order to get the attention of you. What are they doing um, that makes you and billions of other people in the world spend a whole bunch of time every day consuming that content? And it, I, I think there are three, four, five different concepts behind those um, social media platforms that make us engage so heavily with those platforms. It is about um, creating very personalized and curated content it is about content at scale. Um, it is about actively pushing content out to people, bringing them, them back to, um, to the platform. And it is about providing content that is super easy to digest. And I think those concepts, so if you're going down that road, if you're trying to get the attention of all of your employees for your business intelligence insights, then you should have a close look on those concepts, and there are probably two, three, four more, and think about how you could adopt those concepts to your business intelligence area. <laughs> My number one advice for people who are dealing with math the data management. Um, let me think for a second. I believe that the most important thing if you're dealing with, with master data management is not about technology, it is not about content, it is about promoting that topic. Because from what I know from my discussions with companies, from my observations, I always perceive that topic um, of master data management, or say differently, I observe that many people are considering that topic as a unsexy, boring, probably not necessary discipline. And if you're dealing with that topic, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know that this is completely entirely wrong. Master data management is such an essential discipline for a, for a company. It is a, a, I always like to call it, master data is a powerhouse that enable the utilization of your dynamic data. However, it has a very bad reputation, boring, unsexy, probably not needed. And I would say this is the biggest challenge for people who are dealing with master data management to promote that topic, to promote the, the relevance of, that, uh, of master data management, to promote the, the underlying benefits, the advantages a company can achieve with a thorough um, master data management. I think this is the, the, the most essential, most important part. And in the second and third step, it is about content and about technology. Um, but I've, I've, I've seen many companies who um, invested 
lots of money into a very sophisticated master data um, system. They invested lots of time and effort into um, getting the content into their master data system, but still it wasn't used in the end because simply people um, don't consider that topic as important. And the uh, department still um, um, prefer to do master data management on their own. So it is about really promoting that topic, aggressively promoting that topic, having a management attention on that topic, and um, shouting out the message, how important, essential that topic is, and um, telling everybody about the, the benefits a company can achieve. This is first and foremost my number one advice for people who are dealing with, with master data management. Okay, so the question basically is, um, you, you, you don't agree on my statement that attention is more important than content, because if you don't have good content, um, the best attention won't help you. Um, you, you probably misunderstood um, the message I'm, I was trying to, um, to provide. I'm not saying that content um, isn't important or isn't essential. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but I totally believe that companies in very uh, different disciplines, when it comes to corporate communication, when it comes to business intelligence, when it comes to, to social media activities, in many, many areas, they are overthinking the content they are creating, the content they are providing to an audience, internal audience, external audience, and they forget to think about how to get the attention of their audience. And I would prefer to focus on how to get the attention and to probably don't have the, the best possible content. It does not mean that you don't have that you don't have to have any content or that you only have only have shitty content. This is not what it is about. Um, but you, I think companies should stop overthinking content should start just creating content and should focus more on how to get the attention. The thing is, only with the attention, you get feedback from your audience. And only by the feedback of your audience, you actually know what kind of content you should create. Though the, the biggest mistakes a lot of companies are doing in various fields, they are overthinking the content, overthinking and overthinking, debating and debating, without ever having asked or getting any feedback, having get any feedback from the audience they are targeting, internally, externally. So I would always prefer to think about how do we get the attention? What um, technology do we, do we need? What tools, what software, what solutions? How do we get the attention? And then start to put out content. Maybe not the best content, but we put out content. And then the process starts. You get feedback. You incorporate that feedback. And actually, this is the same what we are doing with the content we are putting out. We've just started. And now we are getting so many feedback, and we are trying to adopt it to our content. This is how it works. Getting the attention is more important. And that, but that doesn't mean that you don't have to, to put any focus on, on, on your content. But you should start just to create and then incorporate the feedback. This is the, the idea behind. Okay, so the, the question is, um, we, we, we like your idea of adopting social media um, concept 
to internal communication. Can you provide an ROI for that? Whew. Hate that question because um, I don't like the ROI question. And I'll, I'll explain it to you. So first of all, the, 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 um, the quick answer is no. And I will tell you why. Um, first of all, I think um, that if you, if you really believe in something, if you really think that a tool, a method, a concept, a whatever it might be, will help you to achieve a goal, you don't need an ROI. But I can perfectly understand what is going on right now at your company. You like that idea and you probably had a, a first discussion with your management or the manager of the manager. And probably he also liked and yeah, this the, the way we should should go and we need to we need to change our um, corporate communication, internal corporate communication to to motivate people to try efficiently. Really great idea. Um, so can you please calculate an ROI for that? And that's where you are right now. And I can tell you what will happen. Actually, it is not possible to calculate an ROI for for every topic. And I think this is especially a topic where it's just not, not possible to calculate an ROI. But you will spend now one, two years to figure out how to calculate ROI for adopting social media concepts to your um, internal corporate communication. And that then probably will take another year or another two years until you finally um, implemented something and you're starting to execute that concept. Meanwhile, meanwhile, some of your most smartest competitors, they don't care about the ROI and are just starting to execute right now. And what will happen, they will outperform you at least in that certain aspect in the next years. So I think, um, first of all, I said there is no ROI. I won't provide one. I won't spend any minute trying to calculate an ROI for that. I think you don't need one if you believe. I totally believe in that. If you believe in that, you should try to convince your management to just go for it. Just go for it. And I always telling this, this story, just look what, what happened with Facebook with Instagram, with Twitter, with LinkedIn, with TikTok, with YouTube, with Pinterest, with blah, 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 blah. There's such an enormous potential in the concepts behind those platforms in order to communicate, in order to distribute content, in order to provide information, to consume information. If somebody doesn't see that potential and what that potential can um, bring for a company internally, um, then yeah, I think he's probably not the right person to talk to and then you should spend two years of calculating an, an ROI. Okay, so we, we, we read your blog post and listened to your podcast and we are now planning to set up a Facebook-like internal tool. Um, what would be your advice, your most important advice on that? Um, it's it's all those questions are always tough. The the most important, the single single most important. It's always tough to to select just one just one aspect. Um, of course, attention is extremely important. But I, I talked about a lot uh, talked lots uh, a lot about attention today already. So I will skip that for for that moment. But attention is super important. Um, if we are talking about an 
Facebook-like internal tool to provide content and to drive um, communication, motivation, efficiency. Um, I think this this idea, that concept of content at scale is probably the, the, the most essential or one of the most essential. As I said, it's hard to select just one, but it's, it's extremely essential. I don't think that it makes sense to have a tool similar to Facebook for um, a company's internal purpose. Um, because that means that your employees have to create content. They have to write posts, they have to share ideas, they have to share news. Um, first of all, um, you still want your employees to do their, their job and not to spend all of the time um, writing posts and um, sharing news. Um, and secondly, that means that you are dependent on the content, at least to a huge degree on the content your um, your employees are creating. The thing is, if you're only creating content in, um, if you're only allowing certain people to create content uh, at certain departments, you won't create enough content in order to really create a um, uh, important um, source for information, for knowledge, for communication. That's why I think, long story short, creating automated content at scale is one of the most essential concepts behind a um, company's internal um, communication platform. That means automated creation of KPIs, for example, automatically um, getting content from um, social media, external social media channels, from news websites, from podcasts, from on and on and on. There has to be, I always say, 90% of the content you're creating for your internal content platform has to be created automatically. And then there's still some room for um, certain departments who want to distribute content. For people probably to share content, um, you have to carefully decide if that makes sense or if you're only allowing people to comment and to like um, because you don't want um, every employee probably to share their cats and dogs videos. Um, but content at scale is um, one of the, the neck breakers, I'd say, uh, for the success of such a um, of such a project, of such an endeavor, um, this is it is a, a quite a complex aspect or a um, topic where you need to put in some some effort to enable that. But um, I wouldn't go for um, such a social media-like platform for your company internally without having the possibility to create um, at least for a certain extent um, automated content at scale. Thanks very much for watching. Um, I hope you enjoyed that um, episode of um, Ask Ben. If you have the feeling um, that you would like to, to get some more content, um, I really invite you to subscribe to our podcast. Um, our podcast called ID1 Audio Experience, and we publish one episode every weekday, Monday to Friday, one episode um, with everything about airline operations, KPIs, innovations, um, new thoughts, ideas, and so much more. Um, you can find that podcast. It's called ID1 Audio Experience, um, either on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Podomatic, on Deezer. Uh, you will find that on, on almost every um, podcast platform. I really invite you to um, head over to, to the platform. Subscribe to our podcast. Uh, means a, it means a lot to us. Um, and... Um, Really, we, we provide a lot of valuable um, content every weekday. So make sure to check that out. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye-bye.